a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Utah's Morning News with Tim Hughes and Amanda Dixon on KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Good morning, KSL News Time, 730. KSL's top story this hour. Severe Utah weather. Special coverage on Utah's Morning News. All right, let's get to it. Some valley areas of the Wasatch Front saw close to a foot of snow overnight, and more is on the way. KSL News Radio's Adam Small has been making his way through Weber and Davis counties and begins our live team coverage, Severe Winter Storm. Adam? Amanda, the drive, thankfully, has improved considerably in much of Davis County, at least this portion of my drive. Um, from Kaysville now to Centerville. is one of the few times I've actually been able to see lines on the road this morning. But you still have patches, especially on off-ramps, that you can see where the snow actually got packed down. It's a good testament to how hard it's been snowing with this storm. Matthew uh, had to get into Woods Cross. Had to get into work very early this morning when the drive was a lot worse. Honestly, it's, it's nice to have all the extra water, but at the same time it needs to stop, especially coming up to springtime. The good news is it looks like a lot of people have heeded our advice and stayed home. I'm seeing less traffic than I have on other mornings on this stretch of the freeway, but we're also hearing it's getting a little bit worse as you get closer to downtown. Reporting live in Centerville, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Our Don Brekerhoff is in a rough patch of the Salt Lake Valley near 90th South in the Mountain View Corridor and continues our live team coverage this morning. Severe winter storm. Don? Hey, Tim. Uh, rough patch is probably the best thing you could say about this. It's really bad. In fact, I w- had trouble finding the road. I'm going to try and take a trip down uh, Mountain View. It's going to be a very short trip from exit to exit, basically, just to see what things are like. I pulled over t- and just thought I'll step out and knock off my windshield wipers and snapped it, stepped into about a two-and-a-half-foot snowdrift. Oh, wow. It's blowing out here, and it's just deep. Live in uh, live in West Jordan, Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. Hang in there, Don. Where are the biggest trouble spots? Let's check in with Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Andy, Amanda, on the freeways, it's I-15 between Lehigh and Point of the Mountain, and that's on the northbound side. The southbound backups go from Murray to Midvale, that are you know well worse than usual, and then. Pinketer Highway from 4100 South going south on. I mean, I've had to watch police push people through the intersection. I watched a semi get stuck for a little while right there. And then Legacy, it just looks like a parking lot uh, from uh, Parish Lane in Centerville all the way down into West Bountiful. So I wouldn't recommend using Legacy going south either. Guys? All right. Thank you, Andy. Mom and Dad, listen up. Kids' school uh, schedules are likely going to be impacted by all this snow. KSL News Radio's Kate Davis continues our team coverage. She's at the storm desk this morning. Kate? Yeah, Tim, remote learning is a popular choice with these dicey roads this morning. Jordan, Murray, Granite, and Alpine school districts have all opted for a remote day. Other schools are on a two-hour delay like Nebo, Provo, and Box Elder school districts. A handful of schools are canceled altogether, including Our Lady of Lords Elementary and Anthem Prep in South Jordan. For a full list of those delays and cancellations, check out kslnewsradio.com. Live from the KSL Storm Desk, Kate Davis, KSL News Radio. Expect some potential travel messiness for those taking to the skies today. The Salt Lake International Airport has seen 32 canceled flights this morning. 
We have had a lot of texters telling us how grateful they are for those plow drivers out there. UDOT's workers are working overtime to keep the roads clear. UDOT spokesperson John Gleason says snowfall is outpacing their plows in some cases. I talked to uh, some of our plow crews this morning, and they said that when they make a pass, they come back and um, within you know minutes, it's covered again. And so we're just going to be out there um, doing everything that we can to make the road safe. But we're also asking everybody to to do their part. And if you have any flexibility, try to stay off the roads this morning. Well, and be patient in your neighborhood. Gleason uh, says plow uh, crews will be focusing on plowing the primary lanes and then work on the shoulders after the main storm has passed. Utah Governor Spencer Cox has issued a special circumstance day, meaning eligible state workers who can work from home should. The governor also encouraged anyone who can stay at home this morning to please do so and stay off the roads. Let's go right back to Andy now with your first look traffic. Well, uh, a lot of different uh, trouble spots. I mentioned a few just a few moments ago, but I-215 and getting worse in Taylorsville. You've got huge wait times now coming off I-215. In fact, you're uh, you're backed up around the 6200 South 215 East area and then on Wasatch Boulevard all the way to the mouth of Big Cottonwood Canyon. Little Cottonwood Canyon still closed. Uh, it's looking pretty rough for traffic out of Eagle Mountain in particular right now uh, and then uh, up closer to uh, Ogden. The only freeway delay I'm seeing right now is kind of going south out of, I mean, There's all freeway delay, but it's worse going south out of Roy right now, guys. All right. Thank you, Andy. We'll check back in. Eye on the Hill 2023. Utah's lawmakers are getting a late start today because of the storm. Joining us live on the KSL Newsline, House Speaker Brad Wilson. Are you headed into uh, the Capitol this morning or no? (laughs) Good morning. You know, I've actually been up here for a while. I got an early start. We're in the final hours of the session, it seems, or days. So I had to get up here early. But uh, I hope everyone's safe out there. You know, one thing that, uh, just real quick, uh, Tim and Amanda, we've got hundreds and hundreds of highway patrol officers for the state out uh, right now working to try to keep everybody safe. And uh, just want to express my gratitude to them. They put their lives at risk every day for us out there. Well, I echo that, Speaker. Thank you. And let's talk a little bit about last week when we talked to you, you said you'd get the revised revenue estimates by the time we spoke today. So those came out yesterday. What did you see? Yeah, it, really interesting. Um, we update our revenue estimates every February, we, and uh, they are flat, uh, flat from December, which is actually a little unusual. For the past five or six years, we've seen a pretty significant bump in revenue estimates from December to February. This is the first time that I've seen them uh, like this. So we're we're grateful that they're not down, uh, but it does sort of indicate that the economy has slowed. Appropriations Chairman Jerry Stevenson was quoted as saying that the billions that we've had forecast uh, to be in front of us are not there, causing concerns for the future. Do you have some of the same concerns? Um, yeah, I'm not exactly sure the context for that co- comment. I mean, we do have um, a lot of revenue growth year over year, and we have a lot of one-time surplus, primarily driven because of all the federal stimulus that came into our economy over the last couple of years. And we're trying to make the best decisions, the highest and best use of that money. A lot of that will go into big generational investments like water and transportation. And uh, uh, that's the, the, the name of the, the plan right now or the, the game plan right now. What do you think of of the proposal to take the sales tax off food and tie it to the constitutional amendment we'd be voting on? Yeah, you know, tax cuts are a big theme up here right now. We've set aside $400 million, which will be the largest tax cut in the state's history. The largest we've had up to this point was about $200 million. Uh, On top of that, if uh, we put that question on the ballot, that's another $200 million tax cut. 
people like the idea of taking the sales tax off food. Uh, it makes sense to folks uh, because everyone has to, to, to pay for food, uh, including some of our lowest income uh, Utahns. The, the reason it's very complicated, but the reason we have to tie it to removing the constitutional earmark is we've got some real budget constraints with the way we have the Constitution siloing our revenue streams right now. And so if we're going to take the sales tax off food, we, we need to remove that earmark. Uh, the good news is we've got a record amount of money going into public education this year as well. So uh, it seems to make sense to kind of do all this at the same time. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.